Hi, my name is Andrew Agostiniak, and this is the Fueled by Why podcast. If you've never tuned in before, this podcast tells the stories of different individuals ranging from professional athletes to pastors to homemakers on their why in life, what keeps them motivated, and what keeps them fueled to keep going. Hopefully, by telling the stories of others, we'll be able to motivate you to do something that you enjoy in your life. If after we're done, you enjoy the show, please don't hesitate to leave us a five-star review and share us on your social media platforms. I hope you enjoy the show. My name is Yvonne Hunter and I'm with Platinum Home Warranty, a sponsor of today's show. If you've not heard of us, we're known for our in-house technicians and high customer service reviews. So check us out on our Facebook page or on our website to learn more about pricing and coverages. Hi, I'm Abe Bodden with Insurance Professionals of Arizona. If you feel like you need better service out of your current insurance or you're just simply seeing your premiums go up month after month, give me a call. You can reach me anytime at 480-254-1749. I'm also available via text if that's an easier option. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the show. Good morning. Happy Friday. I have not seen you guys in forever. This is the Field by Wide podcast here at Lister Pro Studio. My name is Andrew Augustiniak. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, we've taken a little hiatus. Usually we do that during the holidays, right, Fry? Fry? Yes, we Fry. do. Fry, do you say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Fry, you can't see him. He's been on a show. You remember him. <laughs> Give him some love. Um, but if, you, if you've never tuned in to the Field by Why podcast, this podcast is about anybody and, and everybody, their stories. I mean, we have a lot of entrepreneurs. We have a lot of uh, people in small business. We have, uh, we have athletes. We've had NFL athletes on here. We've had um, CEOs, which we have one today. Um, but this story, this podcast is about the story of, of who somebody is, how they got to where they are, um, and all the little things that, that went into it. Because like I was telling Sarah today, who I'll introduce you to in just, in just a second, um, we all know so many people, uh, whether you're in business or you're a stay at home mom, you have, you have your network of, of friends, you have your network of business people and uh we we usually know what that person does but we don't know we don't know the story behind it we don't know that that rocky uphill battle the ups and downs um those things that made that individual who they are and that's what this is about is just telling the story of and uh a lot of people in the in the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce may know Sarah but they they may not know the story behind it and that's what what we truly appreciate you know when you sit down and, and talk to somebody and communicate with them, you hear their whole story and then you have, then you feel like you really know them and, and, and you may be inspired by, you know, those little things that they, that they encountered throughout their journey to where they are now. Um, so that's what this podcast is. We're on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple. We're live on Facebook right now. Show us some love. Subscribe when you can. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Empire West Title, who you saw before, Platinum Home Warranty, and then Insurance Professionals of Arizona. You guys are awesome. Thank you for uh, always supporting the show. Thank you for Rye, Lister Pro Studio. If you guys need any media, any photography, make sure to show some love to Fry. Hire them. They're awesome. Fry does all my media work um, and obviously produces an awesome podcast. Um, Thanksgiving 
Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. This is Sarah Watts, <laughs> CEO and president of the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce. Um, during Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I buy white rolls from Rise Up Bakery. <laughs> Ooh, I love Rise Up. We're it, there on the weekly. Yeah. Weekly? Yeah. Well, my kids do theater right next door. Oh, really? So, yeah. we. Uh, I remember when that place mm-hmm. first opened. Mm-hmm. I used to be a CrossFit trainer at CrossFit Preferred oh, yeah. right there. I was the first CrossFit trainer there. Wow. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. I used to be a lot more in shape. I love that that um, complex is sort of reviving itself and... Tia Rosa's will mm-hmm. will forever be the one thing that keeps that place going. Well, and Actors Youth Theater. <laughs> well, I remember when it first opened, and it's like that, that place is actually a lot more popular than people mm-hmm. would ever think. I love I love theater for kids. I'm just gonna say I think that it translates into workforce and um, making great employees and yep. leaders in the future. So I love that place. Okay, we'll have to talk more about that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to the white rolls. Yeah. So. <laughs> During Thanksgiving, Rise Up Bakery has the best white rolls you could ever purchase in your life. And during Thanksgiving and Christmas, I have no limit on the amount of white rolls that I can get. So make sure if you need white rolls for Christmas coming up, Rise Up Bakery in Gilbert off Higling, Guadalupe. If you live in Gilbert, if you live in Mesa, if you live in Scottsdale, you should drive and get the white rolls. But it was phenomenal. Did you have a good Thanksgiving overall, though? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just smoke turkey, fried mm, turkey. I wish we. My husband loves to smoke meat, so yeah. I wish we had had a smoked turkey. But uh, no, just a regular. Little, really? Yeah. And he likes to smoke meat, and he didn't make a smoked no, turkey. Well, he's in retail, so this is a tough time of year for <laughs> okay. him to dedicate himself okay. to anything other than work. Okay. So that's okay. He makes up for it in the summertime. Oh, okay. Well, when he smokes a turkey, I would like to put a request in okay. for that. <laughs> you and me both. Um, <laughs> all right. So today. We have Sarah Watts. For those of you who don't know her, uh, she is the president and CEO of the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce. I am a member of the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce. I have been now for three years, I believe. You'll have to check me on that, fact check me on that. Um, But I've been a member of the Gilbert Chamber for about three years. Um, I'm in a a networking group there. Um, It's awesome. It's and I honestly, I don't even utilize as much as I could, which is that's the beauty of it because. If you are a business, there's multiple chamber of mm-hmm. commerces around mm-hmm. the valley, around mm-hmm. the United States, almost every yeah. almost city. Almost every community, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've joined it, but but I want to first. I want to I want to hear your story about mm-hmm. how you got into the chamber up to CEO and president. Sure. And then I want to get into the chamber yeah. and small business because sure. obviously this is a tough time for small business. Yeah. Um, Big box stores are thriving, and, and small businesses, um, they're hanging on, which I hope, I hope, hope, hope that in, you know, a year from now, we can, it's like, it's life, right? That we talk about the stories, the ups and downs of, of an individual, and I hope all sm- the small businesses, um, that's just, this is just part of their success story yeah. um, a year from now. But all right, but here, let's see Sarah Watt's story. Sure. Rewind it. Where'd mm. you come from? And how do you, how does it end result in presidency of the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce? Yeah. So I actually um, had started my own business called Sarah at Your Service. um, Really? About 13 years ago. Okay. And I had, um, I was just doing odd jobs for different people. And um, Kathy Tilkey, who was the CEO of the chamber at the time, had me come in to help her design a position, which would be an admin to her. And so um, as we were working together, we realized we worked really well together. And so she brought me in as admin um, to support her 
12 years ago. Okay. And then I just continued to take on projects and tasks. I, my degrees in journalism and okay. public relations. So I did a lot of the writing, um, started doing some events, did, took on some programs. I really found a passion for workforce programs. So um, helped to found our foundation really? over the years. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Chandler. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go to school? Chandler High. Oh, yeah. Old. That's, I, a, that's a classic. It is a classic. <laughs> it is. I actually married my high school sweetheart. No way. Yep. So we. I married the girl I grew up across the street from. See, isn't that the sweetest? Knuckles. Knuckles, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. So. So you went from Chandler. Did you go to Chandler to Gilbert, or did you move anywhere else? Mm, did you come back? I moved. We moved to Gilbert in 2002. Okay. We bought a house east of Val Vista, and at the time, I remember telling the realtor we won't go any further east because <laughs> nobody nobody lives further east than Belvista. You remember when the 202 ended at, at Arizona Ave? I do. I do. Yeah. It's crazy to see how much it Gilbert has grown. I remember growing up in Chandler. I had friends that lived in Queen Creek, and my mm-hmm. mom would say, if you're going out there, you're staying the weekend. There's no way I'm going to drive back no and forth. No way. Yeah. It's, and now, it's. I mean, we're all so interconnected. Yeah. So, yeah. If, you're, if anybody's listening on, like, Apple... And they're like, well, what, they're talking about Gilbert. Gilbert was it second, third safest city in America. Second. Second. Mm-hmm. It used to be first. Uh, well, you know, there's some technicalities that actually would qualify us for okay. first. Okay. But yeah. Gilbert is the best town, mm-hmm. clarify town there there is. And the largest town. Is it really? Mm-hmm. In the United States? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah. For real. It's crazy how much it's grown though. It and is. I we look at I always tell people look at because people ask me about Queen Creek and stuff like that. I'm like, well, look at it. In 10 years, yep. yeah. Gilbert has grown into the largest town. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's only going to keep growing. It is. But it's not without really good planning. Yes. So you have yeah. to look at 20 years ago, the leaders that sat around tables and talked about, you know, the plan for the freeway, which was on the on the plan years and years ago, or yep. the development of the, the airport and the economic um, impact that that would have. So, and, and Queen Creek's in the same boat. They're doing some great planning yep. that will bring them up uh, to where we are too. So, so then, all right, then what did you do? So you're, so now you're, mm-hmm. you're working for doing, doing all the foundation stuff yeah. and, and, and how does that, how does that transpire? Cause you, obviously your, your degree was in journalism and, in mm-hmm. public relations. Yeah. So you're kind of doing that at that time, but how does, how does that all transform and, and what happened? It's, so the chamber world is a very tight-knit world, actually, even across the country. So we have associations that su- where we support one another, share best practices. So I really started to do some work even with – there's a association called Western Association of Chamber Executives. Okay. Um, I also went through the U.S. Chamber's Institute of Organizational Management, which is really? a four-year program. I just – I have a passion for um, being part of the business community, but yeah. being a resource. And um, the chamber work is special work, and it's not for the lighthearted because, especially in times right like right now, you I feel the the pain and the struggle and um, the the need to help. Um, we are truly a nonprofit, and our team. Um, you have to be in it for the mission of of making our community better and supporting our business owners and. So I just, it was a fit for me. It was a fit for my my values and who I want to be. So. Really quick, mm-hmm. describe, because I think until I got into business, you know, I did, you know, a lot of people don't even know what the Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce is. Yeah. Can you explain that to somebody who has no clue or is a 
or owns a small business or uh, works for a company that you know is a refer- works off referral, what is the ch- the Chamber of Commerce. So here's the challenge. A Chamber of Commerce is different in every community, and okay. it depends on what their focus is. Um, for us, my my philosophy is a Chamber of Commerce really gives professionals a place to belong, and then we give opportunities where you decide what it is that's of value to your business. So for smaller businesses, a lot of times it's going to be the networking groups, the um, opportunities to connect at networking events, um, some resources or some professional development opportunities that we will offer. But there's advocacy. So um, a lot of times people don't realize that behind the scenes we are – keeping a tab on local policy and state policy and taking positions that we know are going to impact our business community. Prop 208 is a good example of something that we came out and and took a a stand on in terms of how that's going to impact our business owners. And um, unfortunately, it it didn't go our way. Yes, um, we're all aware. (laughs) Yes, but it is an education piece. And and we want our our members to know... um, we want them to be educated when they vote. And so it's so many things to so many different people, but it really boils down to, it gives you a place to belong, to be surrounded by people who might have different information or or resources than you do. And it makes all of us better. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, as a a person opens small business, they're lost, right? They're lost. They're trying to start their own, their business. They're trying to, they're trying to grow in some standpoint. And it's almost like it gives that, it gives them, it gives them that feeling of, of a baseline resource where they have access Mm -hmm. to network with other businesses. It's a, it's a, it's a great forum. Mm -hmm. And what's cool about it is like you have, within the chamber, you have networking groups, you have all these different events. And that's where mm-hmm. I'm saying, where a lot of people may not go to some, they might they might be all in on the chamber and being at every single event. You have uh, young young business owner groups. Yeah, and the Women Empowered Group is a really powerful group of women who um, they do a phil- philanthropic luncheon, they do um, some socials and networking opportunities, uh, professional development opportunities. So you can fit yourself into that niche. Um, the opportunity just to be part of the community. So we have a lot of our larger businesses, they look at it as a way to uh, engage their employees to give back to the community. So yeah. they might do the Adopt a Senior program or have their um, staff do judge the science fair for the community and and we're sort of the liaison to that or making that connection yeah um it really is different and every chamber is different every community is different and so we try to just respond to what is important to our members because it's not driven by staff the organization is really driven by members what is it that's important to our membership and allow us to put the pieces in place the components in place to bring value to what's needed right now um, that's something that I've sort of loved about um, the ch- the immediate changes that have taken place over the last nine months is yeah. we can sort of scrap things that maybe we were just doing to do yeah. and really respond to what do our members need right now yeah. and uh, try new things. It's sort of exciting. It's because well, now we're, we're out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I love it. Do you ever like... Do you ever like get competitive with other chambers and be mm. like, "All right, we're, we have more members, we're winning." I would lie because competition said, is good. <laughs> so here's what I will say: we have great working relationships with our chambers. Um, Are you going to get PC right now? No, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to tell you the truth. Of course, we're competitive. <laughs> But we're also in it together. So we're part of an East Valley Chamber of Commerce Alliance. Okay. So, um, you know, I, w- 
weekly I'm talking to the other CEOs and okay. we're learning from each other because we're we're also very different communities and yeah. so it's okay to share resources and um, just make each other better which I think we do which uh, and, and that's the reality here like competition is good and like in our business you know there's mortgage people who like don't want to communicate with each other and and they don't want to tell each other what they're doing and and I've always had the stance of like okay business is not rocket science let me like let me paint that picture in in, in any business not just mortgage my business um, like this is not rocket science and the stand the the mindset that I've, I've always had is I want to beat them but I'm not afraid of telling them what I do because the reality is, is that person may not put in the work to do it. A lot of people don't want to do that. They may not be comfortable with that. The way that I do business may be different from the way they do business. And they may take a trait from my business and apply it to their business and it helps them great. But also karma, like helping others comes back to you. And at the end of the day, it's not rocket science. It's not like we're reinventing the wheel. Most businesses, all it is is making the wheel go a little bit faster, and and at the end of the day, they don't have they can figure it out themselves. But you know, helping others is is always a good thing. And honestly, half the time when you tell them what you do, they're not going to do it. You know. Yeah, and in the chamber world, um, we're really a region. Yeah. Um. So you know, if Gilbert's successful and Queen Creek's successful, there's no there's no nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, so. Because everybody, because it only makes that region more popular. Mm-hmm. And when a, a member comes to us or a potential member comes to us and says they're looking to join, we will encourage them to go to their their community's chamber first mm-hmm. um, because it's important to have an investment in your community and in your chamber. And for some people, it makes sense to join multiple chambers. That's the business model they have and that works for them. Yeah. But for some people, they need the convenience of being closer to home. And there is something intrinsically tied to um, doing work in your community that you're invested in. And yeah. so that's okay. That's a good thing. Well, let's be real here. Because Gilbert was so successful, that's kind of... I mean, you know. <laughs> Queen Creek, you're welcome. <laughs> Santan Valley, you're welcome. Oh. All right, so wait, back to you. Yeah. This is how this goes. Mm, we just jump around. Yeah. Okay, I'm, back to you. So you're so how do you how does Sarah Watts grow in in the chamber and how do you grow and how does that ultimately lead to your position? Um, I say that it's like any other professional experience in that you, uh, I was always open to taking on new projects, learning new things. Um, uh, our CEO really invested in me and developing me and, um, you know, nobody gets where they are alone. I had a okay. great team of people who um, encouraged me and uh, built me to get to this position. And, you know, I I applied just like anybody else applied and went through the process uh, in the in a fair way. And uh, I'm grateful that they ultimately felt I was the right fit. And I invested 12 years in the organization um, for that reason, so. I always ask this question, mm-hmm. did you ever almost leave? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta answer Again, um, I would say that there's there. you go through phases in your life where you do evaluate um, your situation and, and if it's a good fit or, or not. And so, of course, I mean, when I first started the job, I, I had one 18-month-old baby, and now I have two kids who are, um, you know, 13 and 9. And so life changes, and yep. my husband's career changed. So, of course, we evaluated options, but um, what I think what sticks is that I stayed. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, and it's never even a bad thing because that's that's life, and you put things in perspective, and and even between leaving somewhere, starting your own thing, almost leaving some somewhere, it you have to constantly challenge yourself because if you people get in a comfort mm-hmm. zone, and they get in that comfort zone of 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 what they're used to, and then when you question it or you change it, you really teach yourself what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. So then, okay. So ultimately you becomes the president and CEO. Were you like, did you, did you, were you shocked? Were you, I was honored. I mean, really to me, did you know it was coming? Well, no, I was, I mean, uh, our CEO in the past, she had announced her um, retirement almost a year before she actually left the position. And yeah. so for me, that was a lot of anxiety that year because <laughs> I, I didn't know. I had no idea how the chips would fall. And um, yeah, that's a, it was a hard mental space to be in. Because, yeah, well, especially this year. Mm-hmm, you yeah. feel a lot of pressure? Mm, no. What did you do when they told you? You know, it was interesting because um, nothing was the way that I thought it was going to go because of the circumstances of the year. So it was just a, a really quick phone call, and it was just like, <laughs> okay, I got now I got other things to get done today. So <laughs> um, I, I'm just is a gr- I'm grateful for the opportunity, yeah. but I also I live by the philosophy, which is newer to me, but I'm adopting that you have to love people enough to tell them the truth. And so, you know, one of my priorities when I took the position was to call those people in the community who I really trust to give me the truth. And I said, I just need you to be honest with me now and in the future. If there's an opportunity for you to share feedback and constructive criticism, I need to know it. Um, It's a challenging time because I haven't had a lot of in-person activity or, yeah. or presence. And so I still feel like, um, there's a lot to be done. Yeah. So. Well, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now mm-hmm. for the past half a year, mm-hmm. Sarah Watts has been CEO of the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce. What, and you were saying that let's, so let's, let's transition now into, into small business and, and really talking in chamber and all that mm-hmm. stuff, especially with what's going on. So now, Oh, the clock is frozen. I looked at the <laughs> clock. I was like, what? Welcome to my world. <laughs> um, it's me. So, so you were saying that you're, this is kind of a, almost pushed on you and allow, allowed you to reevaluate the things that you were just doing to do. Mm-hmm. And um, especially, especially with what's going on, small business, um, small business struggling, some thriving, some struggling. Mm-hmm. Um You've reevaluated, you know, where you can help, and, and obviously with the advice of people in their honesty, with you coming into the position, almost like a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say you've reevaluated, got rid of things, you know, maybe enacted new things. What do you mean by that? Like, what, what, what have you done? What has, what have you gotten rid of that you thought was wasted time or in or uh, uh, ineffective for the the businesses that are part of the chamber? So, I can't. There are some things that we changed to our business plan, but I'm going to say, obviously, a lot of the change was forced upon us, so we can't hold networking events the way we used to. Um, but what our team, you know, we've just 
really tried to think outside the box. So even last night, so typically last night would have been our holiday party and yeah. we raise all those funds for the Adopt-A-Senior program. We realized as the numbers went up, that's not going to happen. We have to pull back on that. But we didn't just cancel it. So we de- we did a drive-through and we collected the funds that nice. way and invited, you know, Mayor-elect Bridget Peterson to come and join us and um, just bring bring people together, even if it's just one-on-one through a drive-through. Um, yeah. But that's what I love about this scenario is that everything we're doing, um, ribbon cutting in a box, who thought we would ever promote a ribbon cutting in a box concept? Yeah. Um, uh, we're just changing it up, trying things that are new. And because there's some flexibility in our business plan this year, we can we can do that and we can try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And we move on to the next idea. Yeah. And we've never been in a space like that before where we can sort of flex our business plan a little bit and um, try new things mid-year without doing a ton of vetting beforehand and um, putting, you know, you want to be careful because you want to meet members where they're at. And even with that, just identifying the fact that our approach is going to be a little different and the value for our members is going to be different this year. Right now they need facts, they need communication, they need resources. Um, That's more important than ever. And um, before we might not have put such emphasis on that. Yeah. Which resources? You brought some resources today. Do you want to share it? Well, I think the big one right now, especially for Gilbert-based businesses, is that um, the town has CARES Act funds that they're distributing through grants and loans. And so um, there there are a lot of funds to be had with that. And there's some eligibility requirements on it. Um, But the application for the grant closes December 17th. And so it's really important that those businesses get out and apply for that grant. Yes. Um, it, the Did you imp- hear that right. small business of Gilbert? Yeah. December 17th. December 17th. Okay. We're going to start surveying um, next week to better understand um, how how this first response went in yep. terms of the grant program. And then we'll evaluate if some changes need to be made in a, in a second round, if there's a second round. But um, it is those funds are specific for Gilbert businesses, and there's no yeah. reason to hold back. No, seriously, mm-hmm. why why not? I mean, but that that's and that's the cool part is is the fact that you are informing as many people mm-hmm. as possible and letting them know because I I go back to you know small business uh, being an entrepreneur is hard, but in in times uh, that are tough, you have to you have to dig down deep and find those resources. And, and Sarah's talking to all the Gilbert businesses right now saying, I have the resources, so make sure to take advantage of it. December 17th, where do they go? How do they go so to apply? The um, town of Gilbert is actually hosting all of the information on their website. So it's gilbertaz.gov forward slash biz, B-I-Z programs. Okay. And there are a ton of other resources on there too. So there's some low interest loans that are available and some... Um, uh, technical assistance programs yeah. that businesses can use. Even for residents right now, the through the CARES Act funding that the town has, you can get some certifications free of charge through community college as well. So really? it's the, don't uh, convince yourself that maybe you shouldn't qualify because you, you likely will. And it's important that you at least apply so we can better understand the changes that might need to be made yeah. in the next round. Well, it's better to have tried mm-hmm. and failed than to have mm-hmm. never tried at all. Yeah. Um, all right. So like in the future for, well, moving forward, like small business, like what do you say to, to anybody who owns a business in Gilbert or just in any community mm-hmm. and uh, they're not a part of the chamber? Like how do they go join the chamber? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the different 
the different benefits of the chamber that we may have not talked about? Like, what would you say if, if you had five people right now just being like, Sarah, I don't even, I don't even know what I would do in the chamber. So this is where I'm going to tell you, we have a, you you know, Annette Sellers, she's Mm -hmm. a rock star on our team. And this is, this is where she really shines. I, she, I, initially she pushed you to go on the podcast first. So now because you are on the podcast, I'm calling her out. Annette, it has to come on the podcast. That's right, she does. But that's where she really excels. She sits down with every business and she talks about um, what it is that they're looking for and what value we can bring to their business because every business is different and they're going to have different needs. Um, and she's also really honest if it, it might not be a good fit because we know right now things are tight and we want to be sensitive to that as well. Yeah. And if you do join, we want to make sure that you're making the best use of the funds that you're investing um, so I would say that your first step is to sit down with the net sellers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'll, she'll make, she, you'll join after. I mean, here's the reality. <laughs> She's a rock star. Okay. I, and I mean, in most situations, the co- the cost to join the chamber is not an astronomical cost here. It's, it's not, it's, it's very reasonable. Um, but you have to be willing to invest in your business because I'm telling you there's whether, no matter what, community you're in, whether you're in Gilbert or not, and, and everything that we're saying about Gilbert, that's because we're in Gilbert. Um, that applies to every chamber of commerce around. And especially right now with everything going on, um, that's where small businesses have to stick together, support each other. Um, and if you don't know, you know, a direction to go, like go to your chamber, go find your chamber and, and start there, grind. You, you'll be surprised at um, the access that you receive, the resources you receive, um, the accountability that can be there, the yep. partners that you'll build. It's really not about coming in and selling to other chamber members no. or to our staff. It's really about coming in and allowing other people to understand your brand and your product so that they can speak on your behalf and be your ambassador when they're out yep. working with their own clients. And it's, it's relationships. That's what it comes down it's, to. It's, it's a... It's like a it's like a group dating for business <laughs> in a way, but it's really good. We'll go with that. Yeah, sure. we'll go with it's that. A, it's a place to belong. It's I love it in a, in a more positive way. I was just describing <laughs> the environment. Like you have the opportunity to meet a lot of people. It's true. But there's there's so many more resources. Sarah emails everybody every week, and I see emails with what's going on, different events. Um, you go support other businesses. You go to their ribbon cutting, maybe not now, unless they have one, or the ribbon cutting in a box, but you just support others. And and in turn, chamber members just want to use you. But it's, a, it's just a way to grow and network. And like I always tell people, um, one person turns into two, into four, into six, into eight, and, and so on and so forth. Um, my experience of the chamber has been phenomenal. Again, I don't... I, everybody's going to use it different. Um, but I've met many friends, mm-hmm. many people that I do a lot of business with, uh, to this day. And, uh, it's been amazing. So as we get to our time limit, where do you see the future of Gilbert, Gilbert chamber of commerce? Um, where do you see that going? Yeah. So we use the traction process, okay. um, internally. So we have some pretty lofty goals and, um, we hope in 10 years that we have 2,000 members. So we are... Where are we at now? Um, we're a little over 600 right now. Okay. So, um, well, I should say about 650 right now. How many... Do you know how many actual like small to medium businesses there are in Gilbert? 
Um, not in Gilbert. In our membership, I do know that we're about 60%. Okay. Um, so, but, you know, Gilbert's going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got another, you know, 10 to 15 years for build out in Gilbert. And uh, we have a really strong economic development team uh, in Gilbert who's going to continue to bring some great business yeah. in our community. Um, I just, I expect some great growth. We yeah. have good leadership right now. So, um, but well, we Well, yeah, will, you're right here. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> We're going to continue to evolve, though. We are going to continue to be uh, what our members need and so we won't we won't get stagnant in our business plan that's for sure do you what is your opinion do you think Mm -hmm. this is this is an kind of off topic but it does relate do you think any big airlines will fly (laughs) fly into that airport well what i would say is because i know know, you're on the up and up you need to tune into our transportation webinar that we just held earlier this week it's on our youtube channel because we did have phoenix mason gateway on um, that panel and so i believe they did actually um answer that question really okay Wait, where, where do I go? Tell uh, everybody again. Uh, it's on the Gilbert Chamber of Commerce YouTube channel. That's like a common topic of, of mm-hmm. based around that airport, which mm-hmm. that could lead to much more growth. <laughs> um, all right, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if you, to end it, if you had one piece of advice based on your position um, to individuals who may be stuck in a position in life they don't like, um, struggling small business anybody who just needs Mm -hmm. some advice what would you say to them um i would say uh, love yourself enough to tell yourself the truth Uh, really evaluate what is important to you and i really believe that that little voice inside is is there to guide you and so listen to that and then call the gilbert chamber oh nice i like (laughs) it guys thank you so much for tuning in today thank you if you're listening on apple spotify or any of the other podcast platforms thank you to our sponsors platinum home warranty empire west title and then insurance professionals of arizona again reach out to them for any of your needs tell them that andrew sent you they'll give you a discount i don't know if they will but they should they probably will I'll, I'll confirm with them later. But uh, thank you for Rye at Lister Pro Studio for producing an amazing show. This show is brought to you by the Augustiniak team at People's Mortgage. If you guys have any questions on home financing, new, uh, new purchase, refinance, whatever that may be, let me know. Happy to uh, answer. And if you just want your small business promoted, shoot me an email every week. I like to promote small business to my database and I'm happy to do so. And I want to support in any way I can. If you're interested in joining the Gilbert, the, the Gil, did I just, I mean, it could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> did I just do that? The Gilbert chamber of commerce, reach out to Sarah or net sellers, um, or just go onto the Gilbert chamber website. And all the contact info is there. It, and that's not just small business. That's anybody who works for a business who works off referral or any type of those positions. Um, where you're just in a position where you network. Um, it's a great place, um, a great a great addition to your business if you haven't done so yet. So make sure to reach out to them. You guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week. This is Fueled by Y Podcast. <laughs>